This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA issuing rules for CFAP2. Senators push for aid funding and record food safety fine. CFAP round kicks off next week. The wait is over. USDA expected to release the rules this morning for the second round of coronavirus relief payments. President Trump announced at a Wisconsin campaign rally last night that the program would start next week and cost about $13 billion. He provided no further details. USDA has been under heavy pressure from members of Congress to expand the payments to some commodities that weren't eligible in the first round, including three classes of wheat. Hemp was also left out of CFAP 1. Watch AgriPulse.com for further information for CFAP 2. Senators press for CCC replenishment. Farm state Republicans in the Senate are pushing congressional leaders to ensure that the stopgap funding bill that's expected to pass this month includes a provision to replenish USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation account. USDA is using the CCC to make the $13 billion in CFAP2 payments and will have to tap the account again in October to make annual commodity and conservation program payments. A recent analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation and the American Soybean Association estimated that those October payments will total $6.9 billion. We need to reimburse the CCC up to $30 billion, and we must get that done now in the CR so that we can continue to provide that help and support for our farmers and ranchers, said North Dakota Senator John Hoven. He chairs the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. Hoven discussed the issue in a Senate floor colloquy with six other GOP senators. The House is expected to take up the continuing resolution next week to keep the government funded when the new fiscal year starts October 1. The big question is what provisions will be added to the measure, including the CCC replenishment. By the way, pork producers are pushing to include new funding in the CR for Customs and Border Protection Agriculture Inspectors. The inspectors are funded by agriculture quarantine inspection user fees and collections have dropped dramatically due to the drop in travel. Ice cream maker hit with record food safety fine. Texas-based Bluebell Creameries has been ordered to pay $17.25 million in criminal penalties for shipping ice cream contaminated with listeria in 2015. It's the largest post-conviction fine and forfeiture amount in U.S. history following a conviction in a food safety case, according to the Justice Department. Department of Justice says the penalties that a federal judge imposed yesterday are consistent with the terms of a previously filed plea agreement in which Bluebell also agreed to pay $2.1 million to resolve allegations brought under the False Claims Act. DOJ said Bluebell failed to take immediate steps to recall the ice cream after it was initially informed of the contamination by Texas health officials. Ten people became sick with listerious and three died. Bluebell, quote, has taken significant steps to enhance sanitation process and enact a program to test products for listeria prior to shipment, according to the Department of Justice. Big start to marketing year for U.S. soybeans and corn. 
U.S. soybeans and corn groups are excited by the export numbers they're already seeing in the first month of the new marketing year. As of September 10, U.S. exporters have racked up 19.3 million metric tons in sales of corn and 30 million tons in sales of soybeans. Since U.S. corn sales tend to pick up post-harvest between January and March, having such a significant amount of outstanding sales already in place creates a solid foundation for the new crop year and indicates the potential for large corn sales overall in the coming 12 months, according to the U.S. Grains Council. Such large numbers, particularly from sales to China, are also having a positive impact on price, which is influenced by many supply and demand factors. USDA says 1.7 million tons of soybeans and nearly 200,000 tons of corn were shipped to foreign buyers, mostly China, in the seven-day period that ended September 10th. Brazil begins buying U.S. rice. Brazil is hitting the market for U.S. rice. They have only imported about a 1,000 metric tons of U.S. rice a year over the past 10 years, but importers bought a whopping 30,000 tons during the seven-day period ending September 10th, according to USDA. Brazil, where prices for domestic rice and other products have been on the rise, telegraphed the purchase earlier this month when it announced it had temporarily dropped its 12% tariff on imports from the U.S. and other countries outside of the Mercosur trading bloc. The tariff cut lasts through December 31st and only applies to the first 400,000 metric tons of imported rice. New food box contracts awarded. USDA is awarding contracts worth up to a billion dollars for the third round of its Farmers to Families food box program. More than 90 million food boxes have been delivered so far. The program was originally funded at $3 billion, but the Trump administration authorized an additional billion last month. Rest in peace, Tony Corbo. Food and Water Watch has announced the death of Tony Corbo, a longtime food and worker safety advocate who was a fixture at congressional hearings. Corbo had been with Food and Water Watch since its founding 15 years ago. As a senior lobbyist, he was a leading national expert and advocate on food safety, consumer safety, and worker health, the group said. He had been especially outspoken in trying to stop processors from being allowed to increase line speeds. His work to help ensure food processing workers were protected and treated with human dignity during the pandemic showed that his heart has always been with the people who needed him. That according to Food and Water Watch. The organization did not give a cause of death. Here's today's He Said It. CBP, agriculture inspectors are our first line of defense to ensure our nation's $1 trillion agriculture sector is safe. That National Pork Producers Council President, A.V. wrote. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 18th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.